Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Yes, it was Father's Day weekend. Yes, it was Juneteenth. I love the virtue signaling, by the way. Texas only made it a holiday in, what, 1979? Yeah, you didn't even know about it until five minutes ago, so stop acting like you were ahead of the curve. But I spent a good portion of my weekend, and some of you might think this is lame, but it's kind of the it's kind of what I do. I was watching detransition videos. What's that? These are the people that have transitioned from one gender to another, then had some regret and detransitioned to their airfingers quote birth gender. And some of these videos, I'm not going to play any clips from any of them because they're 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 not they're not clip worthy. They're just confessionals, uh, just people sitting in front of cameras, not professionals, not something that you can you could just turn into boil down to a little nugget. But when I use the phrase conveyor belt in my monologue on Salem TV the other night, that's exactly the appropriate analogy or metaphor for what is happening to very young people. Right now, the guidelines that are overseen by Airfingers quote, Dr. Rachel Levine, Admiral Levine, have now made it perfectly, I guess, legal and acceptable to begin the transition process at eight years old. Now, look, I'm going to get into the possible recession coming. I'm looking at a Washington Post piece on demand softening, and that is one of the prime indicators that a recession's coming. Yes, we all saw Joe Biden falling off his bike this week, and clearly the man has an equilibrium problem. And note, if you watch the Sunday morning talk shows, remember every time Donald Trump made a move? Oh, he's got, he's got Alzheimer's. There's something wrong with him. He's got nerve damage. He's, he's losing his mind. How come we don't have all the brain surgeons coming in to tell us what's wrong with Joe Biden? They keep telling us he's, he's fine. He's in perfect health. He's running for re-election. No, there's clearly something wrong with him. You don't just fall off a bike when you're standing still. That being said, there are a lot of important things. But if you haven't done it, for your own knowledge... And we are in a bully victim state right now. Don't tell me you believe in democracy. If you think less than 1% of the population should be dictating with force what our kids learn in a classroom. I'm sorry. Don't tell me you believe in democracy then. Don't talk to me about democracy if 0.001% of the population is able to bully everyone else. See, and that's the thing to say, well, this is anti-bullying. Have you noticed anti-bullying has become its own form of bullying? Anti-bullying, write this down, tweet it out, Facebook it to your friends. Anti-bullying has now become its own form of bullying. And I am no fan. I, I never was really into Seinfeld. But there is a very famous episode where Kramer goes to march in the AIDS walk, but he won't wear the red ribbon, and people start losing their minds on him, trying to coerce him into wearing the red ribbon. And the more they try to coerce him, the more he resists. And that's kind of where we are. You will accept this is real. You will believe this. You you will go along with anyone's imaginary view of themselves 
if they see themselves in a different gender. And this has now become, and let me say this, as we are winding down Pride Month, everything else gets a day, Pride Month. It's okay if you're gay to not stand with all this trans drag queen kink stuff. No, kinky behaviors are not are not age appropriate for small children, dear Washington Post. It's not about acceptance. I don't want to see straight people doing this stuff in the streets. You know, right now we're fighting over what teachers can communicate to their children. You know, I, I don't mean to personalize. I don't like talking about my own life because it's not scientific. It comes across as self-indulgent. My son just graduated kindergarten. And his teacher, this is her first year as a kindergarten teacher, so she's very young. I would no more want her to share her life on Tinder. I don't even know. I don't don't even want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want him to know. I don't want anyone to know. I want her life outside that classroom to be her life outside that classroom. She doesn't need to share anything about her life with my son. Gay, straight, bisexual, whatever. This fight that we're now having over teachers sharing their entire lives with students is insane. And the just for the record, the, uh, the kid that spoke before Joe Biden at the Pride event has now come out and said that he went to his fifth grade teacher to help formulate his identity as a gay a gay boy. His fifth grade teacher, yes, his openly fifth gay fifth grade teacher apparently counseled him. That is the essence of grooming. It is not the teacher's job to secretly counsel a student. But I'm getting I'm getting off, off, off topic here. The anti-bullying has become its own form of bullying. Where if you don't immediately snap to attention and say, yes, Zier, yes. I accept whatever you tell me to accept. And I will incorporate it into my own life. Now you're, you're the bad person. But we have a cult now. Transgender is now a cult with an industry. Usually you have industry, you have cults. This is a cult with an industry. And one of the videos that was most disturbing that I watched this weekend was one called Top Surgery is for Everyone. And it was just nothing but, you know, real quick clips of young women who had had their breasts removed telling other young women how much fun it was to have their breasts removed. And if you watch some of these confessional videos, it's mostly women that felt alone, somewhat isolated, somewhat in search of something. And there was this online community that was ready to accept them without question. And there were doctors that were ready to perform on them without question. And so many of these women that have detransitioned when you look at them, 
though you you could tell and, and many of them speak of this their bone structures were altered their jaw lines were altered their voices don't sound feminine even though they've gone back to taking estrogen and they're one by one they're warning there's hundreds of these videos on youtube of people saying no don't do it That in their teen years, in their awkward teen years, nobody, and this is what we're doing right now through this anti-bullying, nobody's allowed to question it. Joe Biden just signed an executive order which has no real power. Banning and outlawing so-called reparative therapy. That means once a kid who might be lost, lonely, awkward, isolated, is searching for something to fill that void, is told, well, maybe you're trans. Well, they don't know. They're not getting professional advice. They're getting this from online communities and some activist teachers. These aren't mental health providers. Once they they announce that they are trans, they are put on a conveyor belt, a nonstop conveyor belt to surgery. Any parent who says, wait a second, this might not be, you're not an ally. We are separating kids from their parents. No, 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 it's one way. The conveyor belt goes one way. Nobody's allowed to talk about it. That's that's reparative therapy. And now you have these young women who are making videos, begging people to hear them. They regret doing this. You know, and the difference between this and boys who go through this is that these women, yes, some of them have completely detransitioned with very little damage to their bodies. But some of them, not so much, depending on how long they did this. You know, you can, in the era of an an age where breast cancer and double mastectomies is not the end of a woman's sense of femininity in her body. I mean, we are decades into breast implants. And I'm not saying that women should just go out and get breast implants. But you know, I might say it like this. Uh, I like natural. You know, don't go changing your body. Because you saw a YouTube video and you get your breasts removed. I'm just saying for me. But these women have been able to go out and have reconstructive surgery. They get implants. They've been able to grow their hair out. You know, they are not shaving like a man. But for for boys, there is no going back. There is no going back. It's permanent body disfigurement. Once you cut out a little boy's or a teenage boy's penis and testicles, there is almost no going back. And you're going to live your life like this even if you regret it. You know, there's a transgender doctor out there, Dr. Eric Anderson, who is transgender and is screaming from the rooftops You don't do this to eight-year-olds. 
This is a social contagion. The percentage of people identifying as trans should not be in this rapid increase. And we should not be throwing parties and having public schools, you know, blowing up pink, white, and blue balloons. Because people are gravitating to this because it's the hip, cool thing. How many of you lived through the 90s? I don't mind saying it. My wife would probably kill me. She's got a... uh, I guess it's like a tribal sun tattoo. Just uh, just above her bikini bottom line on her back. Where basically, you know, any girl <laughs> that ever bought a rap rock record went out and got it, right? How many dudes ran out and got barbed wire tattoos around the bicep or tribal tattoos around the bicep? Hell, even the women were doing it. Right? Tattoos... Some people are tatted. I know people that are fully sleeved. I, I, I know guys that are fully sleeved, both arms, both legs. It's not for me. I don't have any tattoos. That's also I'm terrible with buyer's remorse. But some people are really into tattoos. Some people get one. Some people get two. Some people get um, something that marks an important chapter in their life. I mean... I've never met a Marine without a Marine Corps tattoo. Right? That's, that's, tattooing is an, is an ancient art. But let's be honest, there was an uptick in piercings and tattoos in the 90s. Now a lot of those people are in their 40s, early 50s. I'm not saying they regret it because you're probably like, oh yeah, remember, remember that trip to the Jersey Shore? Look at that. Or, Remember that trip to Key West? Ah, look at that. Oh, yeah, when I deployed, I got that. Look at that. But regretting a tattoo is a world of difference than regretting having surgery that permanently alters your body in a way that you may no longer identify with. And these videos, one after the other, say they feel robbed of years of their life. They felt like they were, in, they were being uh, you know, indoctrinated in a cult, that nobody was there. Nobody was there off to the side to say, wait a second, are you sure about this? Because now we're shaming parents. We are shaming parents who may want to seek outside counsel. You can't. It's the conveyor belt. Eight years old, puberty blockers which will affect bone development, muscle development, will affect how the jawline develops. Everything is affected at eight years old. If you won't let your kids pick their diet and their bedtime, how the hell do you take an eight-year-old and take their and take their word for it when they say they think they're in the wrong body and they need medical care for it? Weintick 695 Patriot 957-2874. On a side note to this as I go to break, I want to thank all the people on social media who told me what a terrible father I am this weekend. You know, if I wasn't shielding my kids from my job, I would have taken taken a picture of them all holding up the middle finger at some of you. But I'm not teaching my kids to do that. Weintick 695 Patriot 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patreon.
You can join me live on the Will Count Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125.